Welcome to the Powerful Marketing Tips Podcast, created for overwhelmed business owners who want to build, run, and organize their marketing for good. And here's a brief overview of our guest. How much do you know about marketing automation? Well, today's guest, Kelsey Johnson, knows all about it. Kelsey is the Product Marketing Manager at AWeber, which is one of the world's leading email automation and newsletter platforms. She has 10 years of experience helping busy business owners develop effective marketing strategies, automate and outsource appropriate tasks, and grow faster with less work. Doesn't this sound amazing? Well, buckle in and get ready to learn about setting up email automations. Welcome, everybody. So although email marketing is one of the, let's say, older channels in the digital marketing space, it's still alive, it's not dead, and I believe email is one of the even best ways to reach potential customers. So I am very glad to talk about email marketing today with Kelsey. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. But before we dive into email marketing, please tell us a little bit about your own background or or journey. How did your journey have really brought you to emails? (laughs) Well, um, you know, I am uh, a person who graduated in 2008. So I actually, after college, my degrees in English literature, um, I didn't have much to do because the economy didn't have a lot of jobs for me. So traveled around a bit. And when I decided, um, you know, a few years later when the economy was recovering, I saw that technology and digital marketing specifically was a huge growing field at the time, which would have been about 2014, 2013. And Mm -hmm. um, so I started working at a digital marketing agency. Um, And when you work at an agency, as you probably know, you do a little bit of everything. At least I did at this at this agency. So I did SEO and I did um, podcasting, actually, and I did mark um, email marketing and content marketing and all of these different kinds of things. Um, and then, you know, a, you know, a few years later, I got this job um, at AWeber, which is an email marketing tool. Um, I'm now the pod, uh, product marketing manager, which means I know how the software actually works. And I help explain that to people who are going to use it. But um, I've really spent about 10 years working as a marketer in agencies or in-house and always for small businesses. Um, mm-hmm. So I really have a lot of experience and a lot of spent a lot of time thinking about not the enterprise way to do marketing with lots of budget and lots of staff, but rather how to do it in a very lean way, how to do it when you're really busy and paying attention in that time in the past about eight to 10 years um, to the tools that are emerging and how easy they're making it for smaller business owners to do email marketing, to do marketing in lots of different types of ways um, and do it in an automated way where it doesn't take all of their time and it doesn't overwhelm and stress them out. Wow, you are in a in a right place because we are so excited to hear all your tips and tricks here. But before we go like deeper into into our topic here today, I'd like to start with um, with those some of those myths that I mentioned uh, already. You know, they say email marketing is dead. They say no one reads your emails or no one gets them because of uh, the sp- spam filters, etc. 
I guess you get that all quite often, right? So please walk us through the, let's say, benefits of female marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, one of the greatest things about email marketing is that the return on your investment is very, very high relative to other types of marketing. Mm -hmm. So if you do think that email marketing isn't for you or your business, I always recommend that people try it first and see if the results are there. Um, I've personally put together a lot of email marketing campaigns for small businesses where I felt skeptical and they just worked. And so there's something really cool about your ability to track the email to your sales. And so I always recommend that people just, you know, try out email marketing for sure. Um, there, there's been a, actually a big resurgence in email recently, and that's because people are starting to realize that their communities they've built, their following they've built, the people who really are into their businesses, who follow them on social media, they have less control than they realized over those audiences and they aren't monetizing them as easily. And those platforms, you know, this is, you know, just part of the deal of, you know, using social media platforms, but you can get kicked off of them or you can get mm -hmm. banned for a certain amount of time for very, very ridiculous things. And when you build up your email list, when you create, you know, this community of people who are willing to receive your emails, you have a direct line to them and you, you know, for lack of a better word, you own that audience. That list mm -hmm. of email addresses and names doesn't belong to the software you use to send the emails out. It belongs to you. And you can take that anywhere and you can communicate with all of your subscribers on your email list all of the time. And so, it, you know, first of all, it's, like I said, it's a really great way to actually drive sales. Second of all, it's a way that you have ultimately control over your own audience and your customer base. Um, and it's, it's really just one of the best tools that you can use. That's one of the least expensive tools that you can use. Now, mm -hmm. I know, you know, you mentioned this whole, like ending up in the promotions tab or, you know, worrying about just going <laughs> to spam or nobody reads your email. And what we'd like to talk about recently is it's about the quality of your audience rather than the number of people on your list. So if you have cust current customers or prospects or people who are really engaged with your brand, really engaged with your company, chances are they want to receive emails from you. You know, if you sell products, let's say you sell like products on Etsy and you launch something new or you have a cool behind the scenes video of how you pack things up, um, your most engaged base wants to hear from you and they will mm -hmm. open your emails. And, you know, I always, I always bring it back to that thought about sales, which is ultimately you want to make more sales. So even if you don't get every single person on your email list, or even if you only have an email list of a couple hundred people, because those are the people who are the most engaged with your company, you can still make money by sending out emails to those people. I agree. Very good points you brought out. And uh, for me, still the stronger of all of them is that this, those are, you are owning, you know, uh, this, uh, let's say this audience, as you said, because, you know, if you just, um, if you just focus on, let's say social media followers, then, you know, one day if this social media platform is not there anymore, you cannot really reach your audience at all. Right. 
Yeah, and this was an extreme situation, but in 2021, last year, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram went down. Now, for five hours, it felt like not you know, the, world, the world was ending. <laughs> that's not necessarily going to happen again, or it's not going to happen mm -hmm. regularly. But I think it drives in the point that mm -hmm. if you had been built, if you had built your list at that point, you could just shoot out an email to everyone and say, hey, Facebook's down, but we're still open. You know, the Internet's not gone forever. And um, just mm -hmm. so you know, everything's hunky dory over here. Um, and that's like sort of a communication channel that you have that isn't going to be taken down. It's, mm -hmm. it's something that you own, even if the software that you use for whatever reason, you know, isn't there anymore. You can always on any platform, just download your list of subscribers with their names, with all of their information mm -hmm. and bring it somewhere else to send emails from a different platform. Mm -hmm. I agree. And also I agree uh, with, um, uh, putting more emphasis to quality, you know, not the quantity of your really the audience or connections you're having, because I believe that quality is something that really brings this uh, ROI, what you were mentioning, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Don't just mm -hmm. send out the same email every week. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, it's a relationship. You're building a relationship. Oh. You know, we marketing these days, especially for small businesses is all about community. It's about mm -hmm. building a community around your brand. You are offering something specific that a big box store can't offer in the same way. And mm -hmm. so you can build a community around that. You can build an audience around that, even if you don't think you can, you definitely can. And the way that you build that is by continuing to provide interesting or useful or entertaining um, content, whether it's via social media or email, but I recommend both. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's imagine there are somebody listening to us right now thinking, okay, I've never worked with emails earlier. I should, I should also build my email list and, you know, start writing to them. So where should they start? <laughs> well, um, the first place to start is to start building your email list. Um, mm -hmm. and that can be both the first place to start and also the hardest thing to do on an ongoing mm -hmm. basis. And so it sort of depends on where you're already communicating with people. If so, you know, on a, on a platform like Aweber, like the company that I work for, you can basically set up a, um, landing page is what we call it, but it's just a one page, you know, site on the webs on the internet add a link, you can make it look maybe like a link tree with several links, but you can also put a sign up form for your email list on that page. And mm -hmm. you take that page, you publish it, make it really easy. And then you take that link and first of all, make sure that you put it in your social media channels and encourage people to sign up. You could do that with like a freebie, you know, uh, get a 20% or 10% discount if you sign up for our email list. Um, or we'll send you a sample size of something, um, or we'll, you know, if you offer more of like a course or a service, you know, we'll send you a checklist on, on things that you need to do. There's lots of cool ways that you can entice people to sign up if you already have that audience in your social media channels. And I recommend, you know, you don't have to hammer it in, but start today. First of all, you'll be so happy in six months that you started today and just let everyone know, Hey, I want to be able to communicate with you um, all of, 
all of the time. And that I'm going to do that on email or my email channel is going to be for sort of more in-depth content um, that you're not necessarily going to see on my Instagram or TikTok or wherever it is that you're promoting that. Um, now, there are a lot of people who haven't done a bunch of social media work. They haven't built up an audience necessarily on social media. And one of the cool things that you can do with email marketing platforms is you can actually set them up to integrate with your payment platform. So if you use Stripe, if you use PayPal, if you even use you know Shopify or, or Etsy or one of those other platforms, you can set up an integration so that your the people who are buying from you are added onto your list, added onto your email list. And that's mm -hmm. a good way to sort of start building up that list too, because you already know that this person likes you. You already know that, you know, they are a customer of yours. Um, and, you know, it, you can look up online. There are a lot of other ways to, you know, start building your list, but it's, it's one of those things that like SEO, it's, it's organic. It takes a little while. So it's good to get started with the process now and start building up your list. Um, the second thing that I recommend, uh, one, especially once you are getting people signed up, is to set up what we call a welcome series, and it's automated. So and I'm sure that everybody has been on the consumer side of this, right? You sign up mm -hmm. for an email list and you get an email immediately, right? You get one that says, here's your discount code or welcome to our list or, you know, thanks for signing up. That can be set up. That's not a person just sitting there being like, oops, somebody came in and I'll write up this email really quickly. <laughs> it's an automation that you can set up, but it's not just available to big companies, enterprise companies. Uh, the software that exists right now for small businesses that's affordable and actually even free in a lot of cases, you can use that to set up an email where basically the, per the subscriber comes in and that email triggers is what we call it. But basically once the software sees that the email came in, they say, okay, let's send out this first email. And you can wel welcome to somebody to your list. You can try to get them to sign up for your other social channels. You can tell them about your other products. You can give them your um, discount code, whatever it is that you want. But I always recommend having that be, you know, uh, once you've gotten started building your list, set up that automation so that you can at least touch base once with the person who signed up for your list um, and, you know, be in their inbox, let them know that they signed up properly. You know, people mm -hmm. tend to think that they didn't sign up until they get that confirmation message. Um, and again, it's, it's so easy. And then you spend one day setting this up and, you don't have to think about it in the future. That's what I love for small business owners is, you know, put a little bit of time into setting up the automation, but it's really not that much more time than sending out an email itself. Um, and it goes out automatically when people sign up for your list. Kelsey, you really know how to make it sound very easy, but I know there are people thinking, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work, but I want to come back uh, for a second for the first step, you know, gathering uh, your email list or uh, because we need to follow GDPR, especially here in Europe, right? So I'm sure you know all about that as well. I know it's a whole uh, like different topic and uh, but but I still want to touch it for a second because uh, uh, this is for, for those listeners who are not aware, this is general doctor protection regulation, right? That we all need to follow. So it means that you cannot just add 
any, um, let's say, prospect email you have to your email list. So what are your thoughts here if, uh, you know, somebody is listening to us thinking, okay, I have this, I don't know, 10 names in, in mind. Can I add them straight for, you know, to my email list? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are a couple of things that you can do to follow GDPR guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, the first thing is if you do have a sign-up form that people are signing up for, um, you put a little checkbox on the form mm -hmm. itself to allow them to say, you know, I permit you to send me emails. And that's actually good because it even encourages them to like, it lets them know, you know, you're not just plugging your email in here. I'm going to send you emails. I always recommend that you put um, there also the types of emails they're going to be getting. You know, these are the types of emails we send. This is how often we send them, um, et cetera, and, and allow them to opt in that way. Uh, mm -hmm. But another thing that we highly encourage at AWeber and is probably required um, for G GDPR guidelines is something called double opt-in. Mm -hmm. So before that first welcome message goes out, you send out a message, which I'm sure everybody's seen as well, that says, we got your email, you're signed up for our list, and um, we want you to confirm that you did this, right? Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. friend didn't sign you up. You know, you, somebody else didn't try to sign up and then get your email address. And um, so that person has to not only enter their email address, but they also have to go into their inbox and say, you know, thumbs up. I definitely want to receive emails from this person, um, et cetera. And that way, you know, the, the essence behind GDPR is somebody giving their permission for mm -hmm. you to have their data. Um, and that way that person double opts in. And, you know, a lot of people can get frustrated by this because sometimes people will sign up initially and then they won't confirm. But mm -hmm. in order to follow guidelines, and I always say if that person's not confirming their email in your inbox, they're probably not a good person to have on your email list anyway. There might not be the type of person who's actually going to make those purchases in the long run. Mm -hmm. I agree here. So... Okay, so first, you know, we set up an email list according to the GDPR, of course, and then we will set up these automated welcome messages. But let's talk about those uh, also a little bit. How many messages should I send? How often? How You know, because for me, whatever you do in marketing, do consistently. So when is the welcoming phase over <laughs> and what happens after that? <laughs> Um, you know, it, it does tend to depend on uh, how long your sales cycle is, how long it takes from when somebody hears about your business to when they make a sale on average for your company. Um, for smaller businesses, it does tend to be a shorter time period, right? Somebody sees something on your website, they'll probably buy it pretty mm -hmm. soon after or not at all. Um, so I always recommend, especially if you're busy, especially if you are a one man show or, you know, there's only a few of you on your team. Um, I, I recommend that you start with five and I generally, uh, say either every day or every other day for five days. If you sell to businesses, um, I keep those in within business hours. So I'll do every day for five days, Monday through Friday. Um, for customers, it doesn't matter, you know, or for consumers, for people who aren't, don't have businesses that you're selling to, you can send on the weekends. 
Um, but it's for me, it's all about quality. So mm -hmm. if you start, you set up this automation and you start with five. Um, if you then, you know, a month later, write this really great newsletter and you're like, I bet somebody who just found my business would want to know about that. Then add that too. And maybe, you know, you've got your first five in five days or your first five in 10 days, maybe wait two weeks or one more week and then add that email that you thought was really great onto the end of it. Um, let's say you have some conversations with your customers and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting some really great testimonials. Maybe that's another email that you can add on. So I like to recommend, especially if people are getting started, don't get overwhelmed by trying to make the perfect welcome series. You know, start with the first email and then try to put together five emails if you can. And then as you become more comfortable with the platform and you know what your customers really are wanting to hear or what's encouraging them to buy, you can continue to add more onto that welcome series. Now I, I worked, I have an example. I worked for a boutique putting, you know, boutique clothing store, mm -hmm. putting together their emails. And this clothing store had a lot of turnover in terms of their inventory. They, it was not very common for them to have the same things in the store, even from the summer season to the fall season. It was very fashionable. I did not have a very big welcome series put together for them because there wasn't that much content that was the same over time. It was more important to send out regular emails talking about what was new in the store itself. So, you know, five is sort of my recommendation, but pay attention to your own business and your customers and what they will actually want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. That's very good. So, but I'd like to, I know there are so many, I don't know, ninja tricks and tips you have, but, and I don't want to overwhelm our listeners, but I'd like to talk about uh, uh, segmenting your your audience also, because this is another great thing you can do on those platforms. And, uh, and uh, just walk us through, you know, why we should uh, think about segmenting our audience, because again, it brings us a lot more, more of this work, you know, with different flows there. Yeah. Now I, I want to make sure that segmentation is what we call our segmenting sounds mm -hmm. like a super techie word and i want to demystify yep. it because it's uh it's a word that marketers use and so we continue to use it but it's not something that you have to be scared of as a business owner um basically what it is is grouping your customer base into you know into several different types of people so let's say you know in in this example of clothing, let's say you group people into, this is a group that's interested in men's clothing. This is a group that's interested in women's clothing. And then maybe this is a group that's interested in both. And what you can do, you know, when you put together your list is you can add tags onto people. Um, another example would maybe be, um, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be demographics. It could be somebody that signed up in 2020 for your list versus somebody that signed up in 2021. Or let's say you sell something to students, but you also sell the same thing to 
teachers. You could say, you know, this, this is my group of students, this is my group of teachers. And it's really easy to group these people using a software service because you, you'll have a sign-up form, right? And you ask for a name, email address, and then you could also just ask, are you a student or a teacher? And then whatever they say, that gets automatically added into their profile in your tool. Um, or if they're just making purchases, you can determine in your um, online store, say, or even in your just Shopify store, this is a, uh, you know, women, like woman, female clothing. Um, this is a male clothing. Determine that and then add that tag along with that integration into your, into the person's profile in your tool. But the cool thing about this is that once those groups are created, you can send different content to different people. So you're not just sending one big bulk email with all of the information that you have, with all of your new products, with you know, you know, everything that anyone might want to hear. You're sending more specific information to the specific people that you're talking to. You know, um, maybe you're sending like I live in the States, you're in Europe. Um, maybe I have something that I would be more interested in hearing about, or they could talk about, you know, you could send an email to somebody in the States that has even just as simple as a dollar sign um, versus a Euro or pound sign or anything like that in Europe. And the level of, you know, the small levels of personalization is what we call that. So sending personalized content to those different groups can really do things like get people to open your emails more often, keep you out of the promotions tab more often, uh, build up that community, build up that trust, and ultimately make more sales in the long run because you're giving somebody the specific content they want. Mm -hmm. um, in a perfect world, everybody that buys from you would be exactly the same, but they're not. But they do tend to have common commonalities that you can group them into so that you can send them the emails that they actually want to receive more. Yeah, what I hear is that if you, you know, in marketing overall, if you try to talk to everybody, you end up talking to nobody really, right? So for me, what this grouping <laughs> does is that you can really target, you know, messages more effectively, right? So the quality uh, numbers should go higher. Yeah. And I would say this, um, don't worry too much about the software side of this, um, mm -hmm. setting up the tool. I think the hardest part about this is sitting down and thinking about how you would actually group your customer base, you know, mm -hmm. and as small business owners, nobody knows better than you, you know, best. These are the types of customers I have, you know, in my boutique example, um, the woman who sold had um, parents and then she had like sort of young 20 somethings. So those were her main two groups and she sold to them in different ways because they were interested in different things and they had different, you know, schedules. Here's back to school. Um, you know, here's, you know, Christmas or anything like that, uh, summer vacations. And she was able to group those two different people, but Nobody else would be able to look into her store and know that those were the types of people who are interested mm -hmm. in her products. And nobody's going to know better than you, the groups, you know, that are interested in your products. And I would say starting with segmentation, just create two and don't overthink it too much. You know, don't, don't turn it into a huge project. Just, 
try it out, start adding some tags to people. And then you can actually even just add the tags now and start grouping people together now and think later about how you're going to send different emails to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it, it still feels like there is so much to do in email marketing. So I'm sure that people uh, listening to us thinking right now, oh my God, there's so much I need to ask. So where can people find you and um, all the, where they can connect with you to, to ask more about email marketing? Because, you know, we cannot talk about everything today here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I am on Twitter at Kelsey Colorado. Um, Aweber is a free email marketing tool. And if you have any questions about setting up the technical side of that, we have a 24 seven support team that's available, um, with, you know, with your service when you get signed up. Um, so I always recommend going to them, uh, for email questions cause they tend to, you know, get back to you really quickly and have a lot of good answers. Um, and we have a Facebook community too. So if you want to join our Facebook community and ask questions of other small business owners and see what it is they're doing, then I recommend looking that up as well. Yes. And uh, I know that um, you can do this, you can sign up for a free uh, account at uh, Aweber. Uh, website, yeah, right? there's a free account mm -hmm. at aweber.com, A-W-E-B-E-R.com. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we also have a pro service, um, which is if you're looking for, you know, a little bit more, uh, complex tools, or if you have a bigger sized list, um, then you'll need to go to our pro service, which is also really quite affordable. Um, if you want to do a free month of that pro service, you can go to, mm -hmm. uh, slash podcast and get a month for free so that you can try out, see what the differences are. Um, but yeah, I, it's. I recommend just getting started, getting in there, start growing your list, especially if you haven't done it before. Um, I know it can be intimidating. Take a Friday afternoon and just just hammer out some of those tasks. So, but before we wrap this up here for today, there are so many email marketing, you know, platforms or, you know, that provides those solutions. You know, why should, why should we go to Averber webpage? Because I'd like to, I'd like to know, you know, what's new about Aweber and why you're better. That's the time for you to, to brag a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest thing that people like about Aweber over other tools is our 24 seven support team. When it comes mm. down to it, using software, especially if you're not a software person, you know, you'll get sent often with other tools to a big page of instructions, but all you want to do is just like maybe move this button over here or figure out how to format this thing differently, or I want this color to be different and you don't want to read for an hour to try to learn yeah. everything first. <laughs> um, and our support team is, is really strong when it comes to that. Uh, Aweber also has um, a lot more integrations than most tools. So I would recommend looking at the tools that you already use and making sure that you can connect them to the tool that you're using for email marketing. Um, and Aweber has a bunch of those tools as well. Um, our landing page builder is very easy to use. Our tool in general is really, really easy to use relative to some of those ones that are built for 
just a bigger business. You know, they're built for maybe people who have a lot of experience in marketing to put things together. And ours is a really good, you know, getting it started, getting going as a business owner who's busy and just wants to get some emails out there and doesn't want to have to have a huge learning curve. So I definitely recommend, you know, and we've got that free version, you know, get in there, Mm -hmm. try it out and see what you like. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's a very important topic, you know, the email marketing. Is there anything else you'd like to add to wrap it up here before we go to this inspirational song and a quote you have shared with us? Uh, One thing that I always like to just say, you know, whenever anybody asks me that is, you know, just I always recommend just get started. Just get started. Mm -hmm. Try something today. You will be so happy in six months if you get started building your list now and you get started with email marketing now. Really what you're paying is your time because Mm -hmm. the tools are so affordable relative to other marketing tools. Um, And, you know, I, I, I really, really encourage you. I love small businesses and I just want all of them to succeed. And so, you know, if you're having any struggles, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or um, reach out to our support team. But definitely just get going, get going and, and do it today. Well, it. thank you, Kelsey, so much. So please share with us and comment on the song, you know, that will go to our Spotify list. Um, yeah, so my keeping... Uh, <laughs> Keeping it going, my energized um, song is Keep Going by The Revivalists. Uh, I was actually listening to it this morning just to get me amped up for this podcast. So big That's fan great. of The Revivalists. <laughs> That's great. So it will go to our list for sure. And what about the mantra or quote you have shared with us? So I am an English literature uh, major. That's what I majored in in uh, college. And my favorite... English, as in the language, not just from England, my favorite person that I learned about in college was uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Um, because he is constantly talking about um, iterating on your life and not taking any decision too seriously. So my favorite quote from him is, don't be too timid and squeamish about your actions. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. And I just love that because, you know, you can get, I can get so scared to try new things or to, you know, do something that I don't know how to do. And when I remember that, you know, it's all of life is just trying something that you don't know how to do and then figuring it out and then you know how to do it. And so, you know, that relates back to my just get started with email marketing if you, if you haven't yet. But um, I love that quote from Emerson. That is powerful, Kelsey. And yes, we should all go and experience now <laughs> with an email marketing for sure. <laughs> well, thank you, Kelsey, again for your time and for the for the thoughts you shared here today. Really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Powerful Marketing Tips podcast. Make sure to link up with us at our free monthly international mastermind event. Just go to powerful-marketers.com forward slash mastermind for registration. And one thing that would really help us and other new potential listeners is if you would rate this show and leave a comment wherever you tune in to listen. Until next time, take care.